What's good guys? Welcome back to Mr. Focology's point of view. Um, today we're going to do a little Q&A session. Um, when I say we, that means Leslie's here again. Hey y'all. Uh, so you guys provided some questions and we're just going to provide y'all with some answers. Um, first off, one of the questions are, I mean, this little background. So you work a lot of, you work long ass hours in the demanding career field, uh, way longer than I've ever I have each day in my career. How do you balance work, family, fitness, and spirituality? Um, so I've come to a point where there's no such thing as balance. Um, <laughs> uh, it's there's always something that's going to be compromised, whether that's work being compromised for family, family being compromised for work, fitness is. That can also be compromised because of work um, or family, depending on what's going on. Um, so I just try to prioritize like what's important now, right? So fitness, right off jump, I I get up in the morning. So I compromise my sleep to get up in the morning, so I can go to the gym and I get that I get that done and knocked out, um, and then come home to get Lamar ready for school and then take him and then work. So I try to maximize my time at work with, which would prevent me from doing work at home to maximize family time. Um, so ultimately it's, it's just kind of, I think Jim Rome said it before, like, um, work at work in, home at home like keep those like separate so i try to do that as much as possible um when it comes to spirituality um i i won't say i'm very spiritual um kind of working on that so i mean we go to church on sundays um we pray well, throughout the day and stuff but um <clears throat> still working on that so um that's a work in progress so we can figure that out um, but yeah, next question. <laughs> uh, what's the most rewarding thing about fatherhood for you? Uh, I think the most rewarding is seeing his progression, right? So when we are correcting him, like manners or, um, shapes, colors, like simple things like that, um, seeing him be able to do it on his own. Like the biggest thing right now is how to properly ask for something and say, instead of saying, I want this or I want that, we're teaching him, can I have X, Y, Z? Can you do whatever? And for him to do that, like sometimes he still slips up and say, I want this or that. And then we, we say, how do you ask? And then he says, can I? And then goes on through it. Um, for a little while, he had to do like, step by step like can I mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we kind of break it down but he's getting to a point where he just says can I have a cookie or can I have juice or can I have XYZ um, so I think that's the most rewarding is just seeing him seeing the um, seeing him actually do what we're teaching him on his own Five years from now, where do I, where does Alamar envision his 
life looking like? Um, oh, I just thought about this before I go into that next question. Earlier today at Walmart, actually, uh, where Lamar was pushing the cart and we were saying, excuse me, because there were people like standing there and he was like, excuse me. And then there was a lady also standing. There's a guy and a lady. And he was like, excuse me, ma'am. And she was like, so surprised. She was like, thank you for you such having such good manners. <laughs> um, and it's things like that. That's that's really rewarding for us. It's like we're what we're teaching him and he actually applying it. So that's pretty dope. Um, so the next question is five years from now. What does Alomar envision his life looking like? <sighs> but I don't know. I, I barely know what tomorrow about to look like. I was like. gonna say so. he doesn't even know what he's eating for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, ask him five years. I like, don't even so know. Wild. <laughs> and this is actually something I really, I actually should sit down and actually think about, um, because you know having those smart goals, having that long term, and you know breaking down the long term goals into short goals. I really do need to uh, sit down and and plan this stuff out. So just just so just general thought. Um, five years from now, I should be at least an E7. Um, that'll put me at 15 years or going on 15 years in the military at that point. Um, have a flourishing fitness, uh, personal training, uh, business going where I'm doing like meals and workout plans and stuff like that. Um, when I say flourishing, I mean like a, a smooth passive income type of deal where I don't have to necessarily put in a lot of work as far as um, getting stuff or like doing a lot of work like social media wise, like it's like almost automated. Um, I get to that point where it's like, it's just flourishing on its own kind of deal. Um, maybe we'll still be stationed where we are. We'll see how, how life goes with that. Um, definitely be better, like spiritually, emotionally. Um, yeah, I think just off the top of my head, those would be, those would be some things. Definitely enhance finances in, in many different ways. Um, but yeah. Uh, next question tools for a successful marriage let Leslie take the lead on this one <laughs> go ahead okay so in all honesty like there is there I believe that a lot of people have a misconception of what a successful marriage could be um I don't think there is such a thing as perfect we're we're never going to be perfect nothing is ever when this question was brought to Al, he was like, what do you mean a successful marriage? You know, like, um, like to his point, he's like, well, I don't necessarily consider us to be like a successful marriage. So I kind of like sat there and I kind of like processed that and kind of like broke it down to him. I believe that a successful marriage has to do with like the simple fact that we sit here and we realize that neither of us is perfect yet we are still trying we wake up every single day and we work at our marriage we work on ourselves and we we take a lot of what we do into accountability um 
when it comes down to like our marriage like the fact that we have not given up on each other on our marriage um on and the fact that we still want this and we still make it you know we reassure ourselves like and each other <laughs> that we want this to me that will be considered to be a successful marriage because we're not giving up because we're not taking oh it's too hard well everything in life is hard you just have to learn how to pick which hard you want to do because being single is hard you know going through a divorce is hard um giving up on your relationship it's hard like everything has a hard it's just kind of like which hard you you them to pick uh, uh oh pick <laughs> my accent looked, slipped out right there um i would say um things that i considered that have helped us i will say communication um we have learned so many different ways on how to communicate until this day we're still learning um we went very very early in our relationship we went through the screaming communication the yelling communication the silent treatment non-communication like we went through all of those phases in order to reach a point that now works for us like if there is a situation that takes place we sit down and we we bring it to each other and we have learned how to listen to each other's cues on okay this ain't gonna slide or hey like okay let's slow down let's break it down are you tracking where i'm at this is how this made me feel this is what the situation is doing to me this is what i need moving forward um i would say one of the things that um used to affect us was that i will bring problems to out i will say hey x y and z is an issue how are we gonna fix it and he'd be like i'll figure it out and i'll say okay well when are you gonna figure out by it he's like i know but i'll figure it out okay we'll sit on it for a couple days weeks will go by months will go by the issue was untouched because it didn't happen again but if it occurred again two three months on the line it was like wait what happened i thought you was working on it and the whole time it was like no we just kind of forgot about it we slid it under the rug and it was done and over with whereas through our time we've learned how to or at least i've learned how to come to her and say hey this is what i have a problem with i will like x y and z what kind of compromise can we come up with let's try to meet each other this is what the problem is let's go ahead and fix it but it's not late let's fix it next time it happens is let's go ahead and develop a plan of execution and get it taken care of so we can avoid having this conversation again so i would say you know sit down and talk about the hard things like sit down for as long as it takes and talk until you can't talk anymore just do it so yeah communication primarily communication and figuring out what works for y'all and not giving up on each other ultimately is is are our tools that that has helped us sitting down and, and figuring out how we're going to get through whatever the situation is um communication is key i'm sure y'all have heard that before so yeah next question how did you get into fitness 
that from me or you? Both of us? Oh no. Can I answer first? Yeah, sure. I'm not, guys. <laughs> You're not into fitness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, if I'm being quite honest, it's something that I've always like admire of other people, but never been like, oh, that's my cup of tea. Simply because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start sweating, and then I have to do my hair, and I have to wash it, and then I have to get dressed again, and it's just a combination of things. So I always found all the excuses, and then ever since like Al and I got together, like it's one of those things that it's like he inspires me to enjoy fitness like as much as he does and i remember that i had so much i struggled so much through my fitness journey it's been an ongoing journey for years because i'm a really like impatient person so like if i don't see results like if i don't see the whatever i'm busting my ass in is like working then i easily get discouraged and i'll come up with excuses and i'll fall off and i'll be like okay i'll go tomorrow and then tomorrow will turn into two months from then and he was one of those persons that he's like i can only tell you let's go so many times until i'm just gonna let you stay in bed um so it honestly had to be one of those things that like i wanted for myself um and like now it's so crazy like i tell him sometimes i'm not i'm not even gonna lie to y'all sometimes like my baby having me in a chokehold and i'll be like dog turn my alarm off like whatever it is i'm gonna i'm gonna take advantage of this hour and a half and i'm gonna sleep in um but um i've i've never been as committed to my fitness journey as i am now and i'm slowly falling in love with it because of the way that it makes me feel like after i finish a workout like i already got it done like i i did it like i can nobody take that from me like once i once i get up in the morning i get dressed and i get on the road to like go to the gym like once i get my workout done and i'm at the gym like can nobody take that from me i've learned that like at the beginning of my journey um I used to feel like other people at the gym were better than me or they deserved to be there or they earned to be there and they knew what they were doing and it, I didn't fit in or it wasn't a place for me. And now I'm like, I deserve this so just as much as anybody else. Like, I belong here. Like, this is where I need to be. Like, I fit in just as much as anybody else. And I don't think I'm above anybody, but I am also not beneath anybody. Like, we are all here to work on ourselves. I deserve that Smith mission just as much as you. Like, I'm gonna, even if I'm gonna do this, uh, this barbell, whatever, because people be looking at me like, you ain't got no weights on there. So, you gonna wait your turn because I'm gonna do this workout with no weights on it. And you gonna wait till I'm done and get out of this machine, like, get off this machine. But you gonna wait. I don't care if I'm slowing you down. I deserve to be here, okay? <laughs> yeah. I get real emotional because I almost fought a guy at the gym once because he was judging me because I had no weights and he felt like I didn't deserve to be at the machine so like I was looking at Al like what's up babe we don't like him right we don't like him right and I was like babe what are you talking about but yeah, yeah. he ended up getting kicked out of the gym like a week later but um, <laughs> how did I get into fitness I mean I've been into sports since I was like six so fitness has kind of always been in in my life um but yeah i mean granted like i'm still not the best like i'm still learning different like forms and how not to hurt myself hmm. um so yeah i mean I, i've always just 
fitness has always been uh, been something for me since I've played like I've played sports and stuff and weightlifting and stuff in high school. Um, that's always been been something that I admired. Next question: What is your biggest regret? Mm-mm-mm. What's your biggest regret? Go first. Um. So I don't. I don't think I have any regrets, right? Um, everything is a lesson, or or an opportunity, right? Every setback is an opportunity for greater comebacks in my eyes. However, comma. If there was something that I could have lived without, would probably be my DUI, for sure. Um, that was probably the biggest, um, biggest setback for me, like mentally, emotionally. Like that's probably where I've. Um, I've let the most, like, I don't know, I guess I let the most people down in my life, like, because that was, like, one of those things that's not expected of me ever, um, but also, like, let myself down, um, and then, like, that, like, carries weight, carries on, um, like, still to this day, although that was, what, four years ago, like, it's still lingering, right, so, um, yeah. Between that, I would say between that and probably like the trust within our marriage kind of thing. Um, cause that still lingers. Um, uh, probably between the two of those, right? Like compromising the, the trust within our marriage, like that's still like building that trust and, um, trying to get away from all of the things that were and trying to see what is and how we're moving forward and all that stuff so um because like if y'all know me like when something happens like it's done let's move forward let's press um and those are kind of things that just all comes up like i thought we were over it but hey we're still still dealing with something you know what i mean so if y'all know him y'all know that about him but if y'all know me Y'all know that that ain't happening. That that when things hurt, they burn. Like they start stinging after a while, and and then a dream happens, and we need some clarity, and we need some reassurance, and and we just need to make sure that nothing along those lines ever happen again. Because if it does, and the thing about it is, let's be honest, but when we come down, when it comes down to having a conversation, so we said earlier. A lot of times, misophagology is big on okay, but like how like explain and he's so quick with the explain that he gets broad examples that he don't want to hear so that's yeah, what happens I'm, yeah we'll just be bringing up stuff from seven years seven ago seven years ago <laughs> i'm like yeah i thought we were over that but i mean it just yeah just those things in general like just like the the what is it something what you're about to say is saying to me that I probably have no clue. Yeah, about. that's why I didn't even you weren't gonna correct me. So <laughs> Alright. But yeah, what's your 
Do you have any regrets? This one's hard. Um, this one's really hard for me because there are so many things that like I wish I would have done differently in my life throughout relationships, friendships, family family relationships as well. Like there are so many things um in my life and honestly like it's just kinda like you said, like but all of those things like they brought something all of those things were like things that i needed to go through to be who i am today like if some of you know me like i was stabbed six years ago um and that actually broke my relationship with almost everybody in my mom's side of the family like completely just lost all the quote-unquote family I thought I had, like, from cousins and stuff. So I think, well, I don't, I don't know if it would be considered to be a regret of mine because ultimately things were, in a sense, like, out of my hands. But, like, I wish, like, I wish I would have done the work back then that I needed to do in order to heal from those broken relationships so they wouldn't haunt me into this day like to this day like those broken relationships like not having those relationships or feeling like i was betrayed by family still hunts me so maybe not putting in the work because i was so prideful like i was so prideful and i was so strong and all these things i didn't put in the work for that to heal me um so I think that would be one of my biggest regrets. Um, and then another one, which it's it's not like a huge, huge, huge thing, but I did notice that like it made me cause out harm was with making threats, um, with making empty threats. So there was a point in time, now I'll be very vulnerable and honest here, in which I made a threat of, you know, signing papers and I didn't realize how much hurt that cost him like just me bringing up papers and walking away was something that caused him so much hurt but I don't like he never told me until we like sat down and had a conversation and that was something that he brought to my attention and I felt so extremely bad because like, yes, I said it out of being hurt and I was like, it was through an argument and I was fed up and it was, it was one of those things in life. And I didn't realize how much hurt I cost him because I was hurt. So, you know, like hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, it was kind of like one of those things then. But yeah. That goes back to the tools of what we proclaim a successful marriage. We communicated and got past it up to it and here we are. Yep, yep. Next question, what would be your dream job? Ooh, 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 can I go first? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my dream job, so um, I am actually going to school for marketing. And um, what I want to do is once I get my degree, which is later this year, wink, wink, um, I am going to be um, 
working for the company that I currently work for, which is USA, but I want to transition into the marketing department. And once I expand within that career field, I want to go ahead and be an independent marketing manager kind of deal. I want to be able to work for like big companies. Um, well, NASA, it doesn't have to be big companies, but I want to be able to do independent contract contracts with companies, create my own schedule, have my own flexibility, you know, be able to be as present as I can in my in my son's life and also be able to provide that flexibility so my husband can continue to do in his career what he wants to do. Um, but yeah, so I want to be able to like work on my own time and, you know, successfully execute contracts, marketing contracts with companies. Um, but yeah. Be my market. You gonna be my marketer? No, bro. I'm gonna charge you all the big bucks. That's crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what would be your dream? I don't. I really don't know at this point. Like, His dream job will be to be, stay at home, dad. Not chill. That would <laughs> drive me nuts. But I don't know anymore. Um, I used to have so many visions of what I wanted to do when I grew up. Um. I think at this point, it would probably be owning a gym and training people, honestly. Like, it'll, something where I feel like I'm bringing value to people. Um, yeah, please don't train with this man. Please don't. <laughs> I have battle wounds on my shoulders. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> yeah, I Follow think... me on Instagram for proof. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it'll be like training people, um, mentoring, those type of things. Like where where I can help people elevate themselves um, primarily. Like I don't I'm, whatever aspect that may that may look like, whether that's in a gym, whether that's a mentoring organization, whether that's part of an organization that does mentoring. Like I don't know. Um, I even thought about doing fitness with mentor groups as a as a tool to help like the youth and stuff like that so i'm not 100 percent um on what my dream job would be to be honest because there's so many things like so many opportunities that are like cool like security like private security i think that's pretty badass um and stuff like that so i don't know but primarily um something that brings value to people all right, next question. Do you plan on doing 20 in the military? I do. Um, I plan on it. Will I? We'll see. <laughs> um, like if I get a cool secret security job on my slide. But um, at the end of this year, I'll be at 10. And you know how they say, oh, you meet, you hit 10. You're already halfway there. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, we'll see. Um, ideally, I will do 10. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of 20. I'm tripping. Um, I'm looking at how chief, how chief looks on my arms sometimes. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I do plan on doing 20, but we'll see how life goes. The next question is, what do you plan on do, plan to do when you get out of the military? I don't know. We'll see. Um, that kind of coincides with like, what would you do? Um, your dream job. 
So whatever I'm working on, like the whole like personal training stuff, and then like where I see myself in five years, like I want that stuff to be flourishing uh, before I get out of the military. So then I can just focus on that stuff full time. Um, you know, most people, once they get out, then they start a new venture. I would like my ventures to be flourishing by the time I get out. That way I could just put more time and effort into those things. Um, and that's, that's really it. But definitely part of that is definitely going to be like traveling and stuff a little more often as well, because, you know, how military owns us. So uh, we can't do that as much as we would like to. So um, hopefully be in a, a space where we can travel more and kind of experience the world a little bit and then the last question is what is the most impressive thing about your husband <laughs> that question to you babe yeah not as to you <laughs> about me no um crazy crazy so crazy Who the asked most that? impressive thing I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast oh. um the most impressive thing about my husband i want to say is Oh, so many things. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Honestly, I want to say his patience. Because Lord have mercy. His patience. Not just within our marriage. Oh, because he uses a whole lot. But not just within our marriage, but just him like as a whole. Like the way... He, like, his patience, the way he, like, handles situations. Like, I don't think, even through, like, the most, like, the hardest and just the most, like, baffling situations. Like, him keeping his calm and being, like, calm and collected and just trying to be in the right peace of mind. Like, at all times, like, you will think that nothing faces him. Um... And that to a lot of people is calming and reassuring. And a lot of times it is to me as well. But some of the times, like when it comes down to his patience, I'm like, babe, go off. Babe, do something. I'm like, babe, you just gonna let him talk to you like that? Like, babe, that's disrespectful. Like, you need to put your foot down. Like, sometimes when it comes down to certain situations, that is like the way that I feel because I'm like, oh my God, like, please like just just babe but i do like admire because me as a person i'm not somebody that has um like a lot of patience like he does like when it comes down to um a lot of situations and i do wish that sometimes like you know like i was just slow down and process what it is because when i don't it leads me to I am so sorry I reacted this way or I am so sorry that I said what I said. It makes me regret things, you know, because uh, I'm so easily ticked off. Um, and I play so many different scenarios in my head, like, oh, I'm gonna go off this way or that way. I'm like, God, lead the way. But one way or the other, I'm gonna go off. Um, whereas he's like, he just sits on it and he sits on it. And I, I truly do admire that. So it's one of the most impressive things about him, even when I want to hurt him because I'm like, you need to, you, mm, 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 mm. Like, go Aww. get your child, go, go get so, him. You're so cute. Um, but yeah. 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 
That's all the questions we got. No, wait, wait, wait. Another thing I'm so impressed about is how much he loves me and adores me. Why is that impressive? Because, like, I get on your nerves. Oh, true. Okay, that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now kick me out the podcast so they can listen to your point of view and not mine. All right, y'all. So that's all the questions we had. Actually, we had a few more, but we didn't want to make this an hour long. So, um... Those are the questions. I'm so sorry. Those are the questions that you guys did have. Um, unfortunately, that we didn't get to in the podcast. We will definitely make it a priority before the podcast go live to reach out to those individuals and answer those questions because, neither, nevertheless, they are important as well. Um, it's just there was one in particular that took a lot of explaining, so it was going to take a lot of time. Um, but we'll definitely get to you guys. Thank you so, 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 so much yeah. for participating and sending the questions in. It does mean a lot that you guys care to know more. Um, yeah, that's dope. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate y'all's participation in that. Um, yeah, that's really dope. I Again, I appreciate y'all for just listening anyway. Um, just for taking the time out of your mornings, out of your days to, to listen to these podcasts. I definitely appreciate it. You guys definitely make this worth the time that we take to do them. Um, so um, thank you all again. Until next time, stay Folkology. Peace.